attention, film school students. Here are a few announcements. Item one, step right up and witness the strangest of strangeness. Item two, behold, a sight unlike which you've never seen before. Item three, stare upon it. The film school janitors actually wax the hallway floors. Oh, and item four, if anyone can find the film school janitors on their lunch break, tell them it's time to review Nightmare Alley. It's about a carny, hence the opening. Ah, never mind. story about a trio of janitors might have heard they worked at a well-known film school they picked up a few things other than trash they might hate your movie or if drunk think it's cool every now and then they get together for a lunch break trash talks a movie or tv or streaming rodney and jason and sean they all clean hogs if you listen close you can hear kids screaming go 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 all right we're gonna do uh nightmare alley uh guillermo del toro's part five to nightmare on elm street <laughs> Uh, there's a street, and you make a right and go down an alley. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, it's, there Nightmare he is. Alley. So, okay. you right. guys, did you know anything about this before you watched the movie? Not at all. No. So you went nope. in completely blind. Jay, what was the basic premise of this movie? What's the basic plot? Story. Um, be careful what you wish for, because life comes full circle. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm pissed off. I was promised tits and ass, and I didn't see Jack shit. No, he said sex scene. Which Whatever. there was a to uh, me that's I, I had, there was a hand job in a bathtub. I promised him an orgy. Barely. She was looking for the loofah. <laughs> so I screamed. Oh, you're not gonna watch so this you movie screamed, with me? I screamed. I, look, it's Bradley Cooper's penis in the bathtub because you can see his penis. You could. Hundred percent. I suppose if you looked hard enough. If you want to screen, if you want to screenshot it, I will screenshot it and I'll send it to you his penis. I mean, I saw it in the theater. I didn't see anything. You saw his penis in the theater. No, I didn't see. I saw this movie. It's in the weird because he didn't go see that movie. It no. was him and Bradley Cooper. I was a person sitting Went to go next see to him. a movie, right. and he saw his penis in the theater. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I was very excited to go. <laughs> he is the weird one. Sean does take his pants off when he goes to the theater, or he goes to the theater doesn't tell you he's there. That's no. true. I always like and he puts his movies pants over your chair. <laughs> I like movies <laughs> that deal with like carnivals, old carnivals and stuff. Carnies or film noir, like fifties LA. Carnies like, creep me out. These like this era of time where you have this like surface level story, and then there's this darkness underneath. I, I like that. So when I saw Guillermo del Toro was doing this carnival movie, I went, "Oh, what's it going to be?" Because he did Shape of Water was the last mm-hmm. one he did. He did Hellboy back in the day. So I'm like, "This is going to be fun." I don't think so. I'm sitting in the shape. theater watching the movie. And it's going and it's going and it's going. And it gets to a certain point in the movie where it starts to change. The story changes from the Dust Bowls, mm-hmm. you know, carnival to the big yep. city. And I start mm-hmm. going, oh, my God, this reminds me of a movie I saw a long time ago. And then it keeps going and going and going. And I go, the fuck was the name of that movie? I go, I've seen. And I go, let me start thinking how this is going to end. And then as it's going, as the movie keeps going and it keeps starting to catch up to what I remember from the movie. Mm-hmm. I realized I watched this old 1947 movie uh, this called movie. Nightmare Alley. Because this is a remake. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Uh, it was, yeah. and I, I kept thinking, I how did I, I not. about the new Dumbo movie or something. <laughs> no, I kept thinking, how did I not know the name? But I, I, re- I think there was an article I read about, like, the best noir films you never heard of. And that might have been, like, top on the list. And I probably put it in my queue on Netflix. Just got the DVD. Did you say QAnon? No. This does not even break the top 100 Noir movies in my head. The old noirs. You've never seen, like, the old noir movies. Which, again, which is Still. what works. It's a perfect mix of my noir Would Casablanca and, fall under old noir? It's a noir, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Baltese Falcon and stuff okay. like that. So, that old movie, I probably got it on my queue, watched it, and went, oh, that was good. Sent it back. Name just did not stick in my head. So, I had no idea until halfway through this movie. But basically, we get Bradley Cooper. We see him at the start of the film dragging this body. So, we know right away he's dragging a body, hiding in the floor. 
burning this house down. We know he's not a good dude. One thing I will say the whole time watching this movie, I kept thinking he would be good as a new Indiana Jones if they wanted to reboot Indiana yeah, Jones. No. Because yeah. he looks like that era. No, like he looks, with yeah. that hat, he looked no, he good. Lo- I agree. Yeah, and yeah. he's got that charm and kind of that dark. He's got a wickedness and a charm at the same time, which. I'd be okay with that. He'd be yeah. a different, Harris, different than Harrison Ford, but he'd still be a good Indiana Jones, I thought. I'd rather see him as Han Solo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he's. I'm kidding. He's kind of just wandering around. Actually, I'd like to see him in The Fugitive. <laughs> and we find him. <laughs> You'd like to see him in a tub. Shut the fuck up. He finds himself. Uh, I saw a penis. Taking advantage of uh, like a uh, traveling circus. You know, you know they say part of. one out of three people watching that show saw a penis. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's the statistics. That's the stats. That's Them's the, the stats. That's the statistics. 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 He basically. I gotta remember that. He he gets some food and he gets tries to scam Willem Dafoe right, and then he kind of he catches on to him right away. But he's like, hey, you seem like a smart guy. Come work, you know, for the circus. And he's showing him all these little ropes and. He's learning from uh, um, uh, Tony Collette's character. She's like, uh, they call them like mentalists, where you yep. talk to the crowd and you got codes from the people, you know, feeding you information. Well, real mentalists is, is like the people that pick up on everything. They like, they analyze you from body, like the way you stand, the way you're holding yourself, how you dress, you know, if your clothes are wrinkled versus not wrinkled, you know, uh, well manicured and yeah, if you, yeah, if your like clothes that, are like, dumpy, but you got a nice wash. Yeah, and like, they, oh, that's a family heirloom. They're able but to do their all the statistics and sh- shit statistics, in their statistics. Yeah, the dick sticks in their head, and and kind of make, come up with like super super fine, like uh, educated guesses. Ed, ed, that's exactly where I was going for. Yes, exactly. You know, so. I educated guesses what you what you're gonna See, say. See exactly. <laughs> so you use your the dick sticks. <laughs> to get that. We he gets the hand job. He falls in. So are the, are that older man and that woman together? Yeah, they're yes. a husband and wife. Yeah. So whatever's going on in that tub and in that house, but the older man she goes she goes show him that thing you do that thing you do. So he uh, does this thing where he like reads Bradley Cooper up and down, mm-hmm. and then he goes well how'd you do all that? And he brings his little Bible out in the books and how he does all these tricks and everything. That's- so Bradley Cooper just wants to take this guy's ideas and run. He just it. sees he starts plotting an opportunity that, yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's uh, an entrepreneur. And the guy's sorts. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Bill Gates Jr. Before Bill Gates. Exactly. Season. Well, no, he's more like uh, the Bill Gates of uh, Facebook guy. Yeah, yeah, right. He's more like Zuckerberg stealing yeah. ideas from other people. But yeah, he's an opportunist, and he just keeps taking advantage of where he can. But he gets away with it all the time. That's he almost gets away with it in a lot of cases, but he usually gets away with it. He's a little bit of a smooth talker and. Like the one said that it's helpful that he's uh, not bad on the eyes kind of thing. Well, so. he's creative, too. He come up with the electrical chair. Right, yep. And he's got the eyes on the young girl that's being protected by the old guys. Like, her father used to be there, and well, she's what's the ingenue. Hellboy's in here also. Yes. He's back. Yep. I love seeing him and everything, too. He's the strong man. Yep. Love they, seeing him in movies. How do they do the strong man thing? Was that like a magnet or something that keeps on the ground? I'm not sure. Um, it's called weights. Kind of, no, no, no. <laughs> so, a strong man and a little uh, smaller gentleman. Which they probably called a midget back then, right? At the car, little person now, but um, but he's very protective. They're like they're like co-fathers of this uh, replacement father. fathers, yeah, for sure. Adoptive, oh, pa- dude. Adoptive he was getting, he was getting pissy with him too when he bend over to. He's like, "Don't you bend down to talk to me?" Like you know, uh-huh. like you talk to me like a normal person. But and like, no, I'm just trying to show you how to work the lever. And I think the big thing is you. He's first. Oh, that's what it is. He goes and sees the geek show. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what he tries to oh, sneak out on that. But then full he, circle, Jay. He hey. does work. Geek show, full circle. So, right. And a geek oh, show is where you would have jerk, the freaky, you had a person that people considered subhuman. Like he's throwing a turk, a chicken in there and the guy's ripping the t- chicken open and eating it. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, a, a, you know, a gog, like they're like shocked watching it. And they all pay a nickel. The beast, yeah, the beast man or whatever the hell they call right. it. Right. Like, I wasn't human. sure they were going to do werewolf or something. But That's then, what I thought, because again... This is it's being Guillermo del Toro. He kind of did his vampire movie with so Crimson this? Dawn, and he kind of did his. So what does geek mean? I thought geek meant somebody geek who's like comes. That's where it or, originates from. Is from. But now it's like a person that likes electronics. Yeah, but it, back then it was like a geek geek show was when you would take somebody either usually kind of simple or mentally challenged you look or like geek? weird looking. But like that geek would be the opposite of mentally challenged now. Right, but back well, somebody that's that loves one thing or has a passion for. Well, as thing. words evolve, yeah, words evolve. Yeah. But that's what it was back then in the you know 30s and 40s. It was a geek show they called him, and he, Willem like Dafoe, freak show, freak show, yeah. And he's basically Willem Dafoe kind of explains him how he goes. You don't find geeks, oh, you make well, geeks. This, this says geek was originally an early 20th century term for a carnival worker who was oh. unskilled. Okay. Oh, look, come look at the unskilled guy. <laughs> That's stupid. Like, um, he can't tie his own shoes. The only right? thing the worker could do at the carnival to entice an audience was bite off the heads of live animals. Essentially, a geek was a socially undesirable person who lacked any skill or ability. And then he shows how he makes them. He just basically breaks them down, get their addicts. You lure them in. Go, oh, no, no, you're not that bad. You know, here's a little bit of whiskey. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to get off the wagon. You're trying yeah. to put your life together. And then, job. It's temporary. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yes, it's great. So well, the Defoe character set all that stuff yep. up. You like when he, he said he like basically he gave it to him, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, give so him a trick. He's now you find out that the uh, the guy that's the mentalist with his wife Tony Collette, uh, David Strathern's character, he is an alcoholic, and he asks him to go get you know get him some more booze. We mm-hmm. we learn from Willem Defoe that there's bad booze, poisonous stuff, and then there's the good stuff. Well, the the one booze is for the uh, embalming type. Or preservation of the mm. uh, the, the, the 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 embryos the jar and stuff. stuff, yeah, whatever. The he fetuses and f- like weird shaped animals. Which and- you know what you're gonna you're gonna store your good booze with your bad booze right next to each other. But they're in the blue and the red. The blue container. and the red, right? <laughs> which honestly, not bad idea, but. Still at the same, the right fucking next week. It's there to set up, so when we watch it. So he killed that old man. He did it on purpose, but it's set up in a way to make us think it wasn't. Well, see, and that's what I was, that was my thing. Because I didn't think he did kill him on purpose. He did kill him on purpose. I I think ultimately. I don't. He knew he grabbed the. Do you think so? He never, to me, he never came off to be that Does he want to know the truth or not know the truth? Original Matrix. (laughs) I just just don't feel like he came off The old man went to the Matrix. (gasps) It was the original Matrix. (laughs) I think he did it. I think they make it ambiguous, sort of. But as it goes on, you realize he's was again an opportunist. He saw that as a way to get rid of him, so he could get the book, grab the girl that he liked, and get out of there pretty clean. Well, the old man told him, "You only do this so long, you're not going to the truth from a lie anymore." Yep. Yeah, think, he goes. You're going to think you can you really believe, do this if shit. you start believing yourself, then you're going to be. That's when you're done. Yeah. So he ends up taking this act, going into the city, gets into big showroom. That's just because the guy was scared of it. <laughs> He gets into the big showroom with all these uh, people, and that's where we turn into a big deal. Yeah, we see uh, Hell, uh, Kate Blanchett. She was oh, Hell she was Thor. the 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 oh okay the but blonde. She, she's in there, and she's kind of like was well, she a therapist, right? She's a therapist, and she's kind of eyeing him up and down, and he she calls. Oh, him, she had a plot from the very beginning. She also was an opportunist. She, she's yep. a she was her own mentalist that uh, she planned this from the very beginning. Yep. 
So she Try starts getting Bradley yeah. Cooper to go, hey, this one person believes in you now. Mm-hmm. I can give you information mm-hmm. and you can milk him for more money. And that, that was the first. Oh, she played to his ego. That though. was the. Yeah, exactly. For she sure. out. She outsmarted him. like everything he was doing. He was always the smartest person around all these other people. She was smarter than him and got him to start, uh, you know, conning this family out of money, saying about the son that was a ghost. Was that what it was? He was talking to a ghost of the of Mary Steenburgen and the other husband. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the kid. The, the kid. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy that was with her just stood up and he started explaining everything to him. That was the. Yep. And so he's goes and starts milking money. So he tell. He's basically like, I can't keep this money around me. And she's like, I got to see if I can keep it here for you. Or he, she actually doesn't even I mean, offer he, it. He, he asks, asks her, her. because she's so clever about it. She kind of lures him into these situations. So then there's another guy. Well, she was definitely the predator. Um, who, uh, what was yeah. it? Yeah. She was the more, who was, was that? Any, oh, Richard Jenkins character. Mm. He's this rich guy that wants to see his daughter, right? Who was missing. Cause he's supposedly no, able to talk was, to ghosts. Was it his daughter? I thought it was his wife. No. Ronnie, do you remember? Oh, the wife. The old man. The person that was dead. That was yeah, the wife. That was his wife, right? Okay. I think it was all their wives. Well, I... So, first oh, of all... Oh, his lover. No, it was his lover. His lover. So, oh, Ezra okay. Grindel, whose lover, Dory, died of a forced abortion. So, he keeps getting warned that, like, don't mess with him, but he keeps pushing it further and further and further. And this guy's very short leash. Like, he's very... He's scary. But well, he's, he, but he's he, believing himself. Like, he's so he thinks he's so good and so smart... That he can outsmart this guy. Well, and then, but I'm thinking too is like, you know, like you're 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 gonna be playing against his emotions, you know, and you're and you're kind of new to this still, mm-hmm. you know, like you you've only been doing it for a short while. You you kind of conned a few people into it. You've been doing big showroom stuff, you know, but you haven't been doing too many one on one like closed close quarter type uh, grifts and stuff like that, right? right? So it's like uh, he bit off way more than he could chew in the very first. Well, not his very first one, but like too early, I think, was part of it because he's just yeah he wasn't he was ill prepared for it. The guy was way too emotional. He just saw that right up front that that was not going to work. What they were trying to do, yeah, because he kept pushing, he kept pushing it. Because then we find out yep. the other couple that he told Mary Steenburgen and her husband. Oh, yep. The, the he, mom, she was the mom from Step Brothers. Or yes. So she ended up he. That husband killed her and then killed himself, or did she kill him and kill She him? shot him and then shot herself because she said they were going to find their son see, again. See their son again, yeah, because of what he had told them, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I, like, and, I, and I actually kind of, I like the way, that, I know it's probably a lot of people frown upon that stuff, but I like the way huh. at least they did it. They showed her holding the gun, like, the, to her the eye. The method, yes. You know, instead of just, like, put, right. <laughs> putting in their mouth and, you know, pulling the trigger or whatever and doing, and. I know. It's, People, it's your tactic stuff, you know. Well, certain <laughs> things you, you if if you want to do it, you're gonna the movie tropes that they do and other things. Mm-hmm. It's it's more effective to show it. I mean, they probably don't typically show it the right way because they don't want it to. Be, I well, don't they know. don't want they don't want to get blamed for stuff like that. Which I I mean I can kind of understand that to a to a certain degree as well for sure. So yeah, now he's getting to the point where uh, his his girlfriend from the circus like they bring all the old family. He doesn't want any of them around. They're really, really not trusting him. She's starting to lose trust because he's having an affair with Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. He's just dirt, like he's just a dirty dude that, like, like we said, he's garbage. That kind of rose well, through the ranks, and, and they didn't even really show their their connection between him and her. Like it was very. He, I think loose. he was just using her too, right? Oh well, I mean, she was a cute girl and stuff, but it, he, maybe he thought like, he was better than her, and he just like. Ultimately, was he using her? I feel like, yeah, to a certain degree. 
But I also think there was part of him that was like kind of like legitimately like liked her because she was the cute girl on right. campus or whatever, you know. So again, I still think it's that opportunity. He's an opportunist. So he whatever he sees the next level up, he keeps trying to level up mm-hmm. whatever it takes. He just gloms to the next and gloms. So he considers Kate Blanche at this next level up because she's this high end psychiatrist. Again, oh. that was a very early time period when that book was written and when this movie, original movie came out. Well, she like, was psychiatry sh- was very new. and she But she was a strong, independent type standing woman, too. Femme like, fatale, like the, again, the noir niche. But this. she was, and she was forceful. Like she, you know, she kind of like attacked him. And that's what draw, I think that's what captured him right off the beginning, you know, because his, the, the girl yeah, that she tried he co- liked her or the girl that he liked originally, she was kind of. Uh, we, I submissive, super submissive. She right. was, she was never forceful. Or whatever he liked her, and he could kind of like that. But now this one here is, she's a little bit. She more was a good girl, right? Compet- she was, yeah. Well, she was the, yeah. That's uh, um, what's the sweetheart. Uh, but now this other lady, the psychiatrist, whatever. She's uh, she's kind of like the go getter. She's the Rooney obvious, Mara. Yeah, she she's obviously the uh, mastermind behind the own the overall plan did, of things. Did you ever see Girl with a Dragon Tattoo? Yes, that was her. Uh, yeah, I saw that, and then when I Googled it, I was like, oh, that did not. Right. Did, not, did, you, like, did, did you ever see that one, Rodney? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, you like your, I'm glad you shook your head while you're There's you three of them, right? No, no, I'm saying the American Kelly one. Kelly sent you uh, no, there's only video one. of uh, that she can finally get the, all the lights and stuff together. Okay, I'll She's look at it later. She's missing the couches. Yes. She can't find the couches. I'll look at it later. But yeah, go ahead. But no, the... Uh, yeah, Rooney. So Rooney Mara, he, she's the nice girl. She's the good girl. And then Kate Blanchett's... Yeah, she's calling him out in his own show, so he doubles down... And really, really pushes the boundary, saying like, "Oh, you've got a pearl handle clutch in your, he, our gun in your clutch," and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, "Oh, okay." She really, actually did. She ever reveal that he was right, or did she kind of maybe play? A, yeah, he, he pulled the handgun out. Oh, he did pull it out. He okay. pulled it out and he walked around That's and showed right. it off to everybody that that he was correct because the way she was holding it, which is then that. why that the rich, which is why the real rich guy yeah. wanted the why yeah why she was which there's there's a lot of. I guess if, if you're watching the show, this one here, like everything that they do and say foreshadows something that happens. Like everything's connected to everything in the show. Every single one of them the, through like Cause, the whole. Because again, you, you need to remember too, this book was like a 1939 novel and the movie was 1947. Oh, except for the penis this is in the tub though. story. I kept waiting for the three-eyed baby to do something. Oh, well. The Cyclops we get, baby looking thing? Never yeah. happened. Yeah. What, he, what did he call it? Call it? Said it follows you and Ezra. Uh, no, it was some Bibli- Zeke. It was some. Bibli- I don't remember. Never did anything. But anyway, so yeah, he, he, he's giving <laughs> all his money. He, well, he's giving all the money to Kate Blanchett to no, guard. No, it, got, it got pickled. Now the new plan is with Richard Jenkins' character at this rich estate. He's like, he wants to have Rooney Mara dress up as the ghost oh, of shit. this woman. He's got the stepfather's father and the mom in this movie. Oh, you're right. That's right. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's. Basically, go, you're going to stand at the back of the garden. You're going to stand in the white gown that she wore mm. in this picture. Mm. We're going to put blood on you so you can see. And, you know, you he, yeah, he, he found photos of, uh, the, I guess, the, would have been the crime scene, I guess, or whatever it was. Yeah, he somehow got access to all that, those files. Well, he uh, he did. Do, are well, we to assume that he kills other young women? I think that's what the whole thing. No, well, that's what he admits to is that he had hurt other women. Well, maybe not necessarily killed, but he definitely admitted to hurting other women. He's a violent abuser. Yeah. Yeah. And um, felt, but oh. then and the other guy, uh, Cooper, or whatever, he did the research. He went to the library because that stuff would probably be in the newspaper and shit like that, right? So yeah. back then they probably 
put photos in the paper that wouldn't necessarily fly today or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. So they, yeah, sensationalism. I mean, it, it, I guess for the younger people, if you know what a newspaper is, <laughs> but um, you know, because you can, they probably show that shit on the internet and stuff, right? I, so I yeah, so guess. The, the dad from stepdad goes up to tr- approach the girl with the dragon tattoo. Well, we're we'll backing up real quick too. Oh, okay. She doesn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to do it at all whatsoever. He prom- and-, and she already knows he's having an affair and stuff. And she pro- he promises so, the last thing. Because she says what everybody else says. Well, you haven't been fucking me lately, so you're fucking somebody kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, Which, like, that's not always true. Like, that's how you get yourself caught. Did they explain Oops. Kate Blanchett's um, <laughs> large garner chest? Yeah, what was it from? I don't know. Did they explain? I can't remember. I don't remember either. Or um, the writers know yes, what scars no, on people. She, uh, she learned very early on that when you're like working, messing with big, like the big people, like oh. they tell her secrets and stuff like that. And th- sometimes they don't like, was that the reason the why she recorded everything to protect herself on stuff like that? Like type thing. I mean, I, I, I don't think she actually said that for 100%, but that is definitely for, okay to protect herself, but also to help diagnose people after listening. Cause I'll, I would imagine they probably go back and listen to everything to see what was said or stuff like that. But but she also hinted at that she's worked with a lot of powerful people, and sometimes, you know, they if if something gets out, they don't really find too kindly to she's it. Right. Sure screwed him. Here's your money. These are a bunch of fucking ones. Yes. Oh, dude. Well. <laughs> well, I mean, so no. So he. he that's a little letter. Yeah, yeah. Richard Jenkins goes to to girl with the dragon tattoo. Sees it's not her. Realizes it's a hoax. Then then, uh, Bradley Cooper just beats the shit out of him and kills him. And she's freaking out, like, we got to get out of here. And then the, his bodyguard sees it finally. He gets in the car and he runs him over with the car. Now they get to, like, a train station. She just wants to be gone. Well, no, she was, she was at the train station. And she was trying to leave. So he went and got her. It's like, no, we do this last one. We're done. Oh, she was that said, earlier then? Oh, okay. That was earlier because she was trying to leave because so she left a letter. Yeah, because I saw this in the theater a while ago, so I'm trying to remember some of it. But um, So then after he beats the guy, they get in the car and he, they run over the security guard. And they kind of, like drive away and as there there was something that at one point they like separated and she's just like gets away from them so then he separates and he trashes the car right to make it look like somebody stole it or whatever. yeah he broke like he busted out the windows and stuff like that and that's kind of i think that the, the part where she was just like she pulls away she's like no i'm done i'm leaving and separates and then that's like right after that is when he, he goes, goes well he goes to a train yard to a oh wait no, no he goes sorry no he goes to her yeah he to goes to the her money. then the train yard that's yeah right. so he goes yep yep so he goes to get the money, finds out she's scamming him this whole time. She has but like he, he thought I think he thought she was gonna like run away with run him. with yeah that's what I I think but then that's yeah like you said um, that's when he finds out she scammed him. Mm-hmm. Part of it I think she set him up because she wanted to get even with that guy. I I, I almost feel like oh maybe he I almost feel her. like he was the one that did it. That could be, and that was kind of like my impression that like he did pit, pit both of them against each other sort of a she solver got even, problem she got even with him with this other person which, that's what I thought but I mean they never really come out and say it right I guess but and then uh, he runs away like the, she calls security he runs away um goes into like the train yard and basically <laughs> blows becomes, off half his fucking ear too oh that's right that's right it's like what you didn't notice how I was clutching my purse or something <laughs> holding my clutch or whatever the hell she said so then he's in the train yard. Fucking turned his ear to hamburger, man. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, he's like become basically a hobo. We see time passing yep. and people, you know, he's trying to scam poor people. And they're like, hey, man, you give me that. Give me that watch if you're going to eat this food. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it kind of other what other uh, what other uh, hobo call him a moocher or something. He's as he hands around the liquor and he goes to drink it and he's no more mooching. That's right. Yeah, no more mooching. No more mooching. He said, you got to give me something there. And he, where's that watch? What is that watch? It was his simple? dad's watch that he, because then we see the flashback to him at one the point. Whole, the whole flashback. His father, he left at the house with the window open just to kill him so he would freeze to death. Well, I got the, or pneumonia I, that was his or something. father. I, I got the impression that his father was a little abusive to Probably. him. Probably. too. And then they we, made somebody, they did make a comment about that. Didn't somebody say, you seem like your father did that? Or did, there was something that was, was brought some, up about that. I th- uh, the the the, 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 Willem Dafoe, the, maybe, the or? father or no the husband of the girl that gave him the hand job in the yes, tub yes. that Rodney kept pointing out. Um, he he when he was doing his little thing, I'm he mentioned that. Bradley Cooper's penis tonight. Oh, that's fine. I'm, I think it was the bar of soap she was looking for, and you wanted. I, that's why I said. I, or I said Lufa. I'm gonna send you a picture of mine and tell you it's Bradley. Cooper's they had sponge. Yeah, they used to have big sponges back then. Maybe it was just the sponge. I felt like that's what you know, and they were very hospitable back then. That was like. Considered like just part of you came over, I give you a bath. It was a bathtub right? in the middle of but the room. I mean, he comes over to the house and and he's like, "Well, I heard you have a tub." I'm like, oh yeah, right over there. Throw a nickel on the tub, uh, the the thing, right? Yeah. Like, no big deal. And it's a tub in the middle it, of the room. Yeah, right. Like where you would normally put a dining room table. Mm-hmm. Again, for younger people, that's where you used to get together as a family and eat your food. <laughs> but, not anymore. No, not not apparently. Well, that was this is the forties, forty one. You know, apparently. Have tubs in your. <laughs> you got the tub room. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he he's now reached rock bottom, teeth rotten, you know, busted up ear all, you know, whatever. Well, and I'm sorry, and he, we yes. also kind of skipped over the earlier on when he was kind of when he was staying in the uh, the big tent where they were keeping that wild guy. Oh, the, yeah, the geek. He was kind of trying to like he he would go over there and he'd give him a smoke, right? He'd let him smoke a cigarette. He was treating him like a human. So he's kind of like yeah, like. Um, bond, I don't want to say bonding necessarily, but he was kind of like you know, like hey, here, you know. So it was like they 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 are kind of like misdirecting you a little bit, uh-huh. I guess, thinking like okay, he ain't such a bad guy, right? Because you got to be rooting for him the whole movie to some extent. To right, exactly. It's like they always call it the save the cat moment. I think I've brought that up before on this where it's like you got to do something humanizing because we've seen him drag a body, we've seen him. You know, scam things. We've seen him, but you know, we will see him eventually, potentially, maybe kill. He was burying chickens when the police showed up. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, that, that was one of the mentalist tricks he did when the circus was going to get shut down. Oh, where he played the, play the detective, with the, the sheriff, sheriff, yeah, or whatever. Sheriff, was, yeah. Bro, yeah. He, he knows that one of his legs was higher, so he assumed he had some kind of disease, and he, was, he assumed it was polio, polio or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, at the very end, he he sees another circus coming around, another carnival. And he goes and says, you know, I can get cleaned up, but I, I'm a mentalist. I could do this job. And then what does the carny do? He's like, we don't do mentalist things anymore, but we do. When I do see you playing, you get a drink once in a while, you get some food. Yeah, temporary. It's a temporary job. Yep. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, and he knows right away because he, he remembers the whole, all the, yep. the steps to become making a, turning a geek into a geek. And then his last line, which is a great last line. I, he goes, I was born for it. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's. It's, it's. Uh, uh, did you like the movie? I know you. No, kinda, I liked. It. Oh, you did not. Like no, it. I liked it. I've heard people say it didn't feel like a Toro movie. No, it did not. But it, but the, the shadowing and the lighting. And Del Toro. The, Who's Del that? Toro. The, that's a snowblower company, right? <laughs> but no, I, I, I think the cinematography and everything definitely felt like it. And you had that weird shit with the three eye baby, and I felt like one well, to me. Um. <clears throat> The the baby in the jar kind of looked like something from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? 
A turtle? No, rock steady bebop. Oh, crossbred baby thing or something. No, I don't know. Nothing. What the fuck did you just say? There's a black and white version you know of this they put out on. Stop looking at the internet in the too. Tub. Like I think that'd be kind of neat to see how well it photo like converts internet to black two. and white. No, I like yeah. As opposed to Internet One. Yes. Well, it's not, we're well, the future. Actually, is I think we are on internet, internet Two. two. <laughs> we I think we were on Internet Two, and there's supposed to be an Internet Three. Okay. Eventually, right. makes but. sense. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Ran by Bing, actually, <laughs> not Google. <laughs> But I think the when Detoro, whatever uh, Del Toro was like wanting to work on next, something kept happening, and this is one he's always wanted to work on. So the opportunity arose. We're like, oh, everything's scheduling. I can do this. Boom, and he rushed to kind of get this one through. So yeah, again, I, I expected like you were saying, werewolf. As soon as you saw the geek, I go, oh, this is a werewolf movie. I, and there was a, there was he this big there was this large there was this large guy uh, by the water t- uh, the water spout thing, whatever. Fucking hairy as a motherfucker. And I was so disappointed it wasn't the hairy woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you could tell it was a dude, like just a big burly guy sitting there with like fucking long ass hair. And like, well, it was is that the werewolf guy? I don't know. But I was expecting to yeah. see a it, werewolf again, guy. The whole first half thinking Del Toro and this is going to be some mo- new modern monster movie take. And then when it got to that whole room where he's doing the mentalist tricks, I'm like, wait a second. This is like, it was just like the weirdest. Oh, this is such a inside my head. Like what? Why is this so familiar? Why I've is, seen this movie. I don't understand why it was I thought it was a, a Twilight Zone movie. episode or something. That was more, I don't it understand why. Like it, it does feel, it feels like a Twilight episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like I didn't see it as a horror movie at all. Mm-mm. Like it, it said horror or something like that on the thing. I, oh I yeah. I would, said. Yeah, I'm not, just like, not even close to no, horror. Not at all. Suspense. I would say suspense or yeah. Thriller, <laughs> but not a horror. No. No, not at all. It was just like, ugh. But I mean, it, it definitely looked like it video took place store in the forties. In a shitty video store that didn't have like true suspense and thriller, mm-hmm. it maybe would be put in horror. But yeah, it's definitely that was my misleadingness to it too. Like I honestly went and no, thinking drama. I mean, drama. Oh, it monster, sounds, it's gonna be a monster movie, but but to me though, it was more drama yeah. than than horror though. Right. Like, I mean, it, you could say. I mean, I don't know. Is Alfred Hitchcock thing its own? He's, he's like suspense thriller. Okay, like say. that, I could call it that. Right, Hor- not a horror no. though. I didn't, I didn't see anything. I mean, well, I guess the one, the one chick was kind of horrific, but what? I don't know. Oh, what? Never mind. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the, I, I'm sorry. Oh, you're being just, rude. Yes. Okay, we will we'll bypass that then. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked the old one better because the old one's old. Like the old one is so far ahead of its time, and then this one's. Basically, a pretty pretty spot. I mean, the circus stuff at the beginning, the carnival stuff. There was more different things there, but basically, that whole back half is basically the same from what I, I remember for the old movie. Because I kept going, I kept I thinking like a good back half, but this no, movie didn't. You've used have that it. joke before. Oh, I, I have. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I kept thinking as I, as I was trying to figure out the old movie or TV show that I thought this was ripping off. I go, oh wait, they, yeah, they trick a trick a guy and then the woman, and then it was like getting to that point. And I go, okay, this is a hundred percent. Nightmare Alley was what I saw before. But yeah, I, yeah, I like would you recommend it to people, Rodney? No. <laughs> yeah, I already I, know you would. I liked it. It was different. It's of course, different. Can you watch like, this one with you or no? No, I I no, uh, I I liked it. I watched it by myself. I it's different than anything else we're watching right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's dominated for best picture. It's almost like a historical movie though, if you think about it, because like it's talking about carnivals and shit like that. You don't get that anymore. No. I no. mean that's why, yeah, it's 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 uh the, the type of thing that I like, again, you know, noir, carnival, that old movie was a mixture of the both, and this modern one, yeah, it's a remake. I wish it was. A, I, 
If I could have had this be a werewolf movie, I would have much preferred it being a werewolf movie. Because did you notice the old the, movie his radio was in the car too at the end? Oh, he next kept to it the jar. Him. That radio that was behind the jar. Yeah. The, the kid that was his radio uh, that he had originally when the guy wanted to buy it from him. Okay, yeah, I missed that. I was like, oh, for five oh, bucks. Five bucks better, right? Yeah. Well, that must have been a lot of money back then. Yeah. The uh, did you hear all the movies that were nominated for us best Running picture mine. this year? I'm pulling it up right now. I can't now. think of anything I want to watch less this year. <laughs> I was actually I saw half of the the top 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 ten best picture nominees, but it's uh, Belfast, which is the one with uh, I did want to see it. I haven't got a chance to see. It. I put I talked about Kenneth that a long Brown, time. Ago. I you to did. See uh, Coda, which is Children of Adult Deaf Adults, I think, something like that. Don't Look Up, which we saw. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Uh, Drive My Car, which is a Japanese film, which I thought, oh, okay, I'll, if that comes to theater, I'll go see it. Then I read it was three hours of them driving in a car and him okay. practicing lines for a play. I'm like, oh, I don't know about That's that. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Dune, we've done that. So we've King Richard, which is the Will Smith uh, as uh, Sleep. Uh, oh, okay. It's on HBO the Max. Ve- the Venus and uh, Sleep. should be on Wait. HBO Max. Yep. Well, oh. if it's gone, it'll be back on there again. Right. Licorice Pizza, which I saw. Um, that's the Paul Thomas Anderson one okay, with yeah. with uh, yeah. lead singer from Heim or one of the singers from Heim. Oh, great! That sounds like that movie. Uh, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, which is the western on uh, Netflix, also, and then West Side Story. What do you think mm-hmm. wins? Um, don't look up. No, I don't think it will. People we, are mad that that got nominated. We watched actually. the. Oh, we, oh don't look fuck up. them! I have a feeling. It's a great movie. Weirdly, I think. I mean, West Side Story feel like that has a good shot with it being ten and it being split. But, but they're not going to give a remake. So this is two. This is a remake. Like I said, they would because it's Spielberg remaking, and it's a drive, fix. Drive my car. Here's the other get thing: it. is West Side Story is a fix of the Dune old movie, and it's honestly watch now watching this. How oh. you mentioned it felt like the '40s. I guess maybe in the black Wait. and white would be more of a test. But West Side Story in the that one is. What? There was a moment in that one I went. I go. This movie could have been made in the '60s. It is so well done. The way he's the cinematography of it, the camera angles. It's it's very it's very what's, well done. Um, what's look my pizza about? It's basically a uh, it's his actor. Boy. Yeah, it's a it's a fifteen year old boy asks out a twenty year old girl. But it's your director. This guy Sean watches everything. Loves everything about his. Director. It's the guy who did There Will Be Blood and uh, Gangs. In, no, not Gangs in New York. Um, he uh, did um, Magnolia. He did Boogie Nights. Oh, it's not the same guy. I thought. So it's like just a, it's a fifteen year old boy that asks oh, out a twenty year old girl. Not the same director. I thought. Never mind. Yeah, Punch Drunk Love. Okay. And then the master and Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread's rough. Yeah, who I thought it was then. Okay. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. He's married to uh, Maya Rudolph from Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Licorice Pizza. It was good. It was, you know what, the, the reference to Licorice Pizza, it's a, re- it's a record store. I've heard that before, actually. It's a record store in L.A., uh, a chain that was back in the time when the story takes place in the 70s. But it, it's in reference to what, do you remember what they called the big big records and little records, what the two-letter designations were? Do you remember? Um, LPs and SPs. LPs and EPs. Oh, so LPs are long play, which are the big ones. But, nice job, Jay. But the play on words is it's a licorice pizza. It looks oh, like a licorice pizza. That's why they call it. So what's EP stand for? Elephant? Extended play. Elephant pizza? <laughs> no, but because it's black and it looks like, you know, it's elongated black licorice pizza. pizza. Elongated. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought licorice elephant ears. I don't know. So Ooh, I would recommend ears. it. Jay wouldn't recommend it. Ronnie would recommend it. Any other last thoughts? I mean, if you're into that kind of shit, I guess go ahead and watch it. But if, I'm not really into that stuff, so yeah. I mean, I can appreciate it. like it was. It looked authentic in a sense. Like I believed it was that time period. No false any of the people acting in it. They, I think they all did fairly well. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. Some and of it was just so. 
Bradley Cooper as Indiana Jones, yes, Rodney, or no? Yeah, 100%. I see. Jay, it. yes or no? I'll be honest with you. I really don't give a flying fuck who they make as Indiana Jones as long as they have a good fucking storyline. Get rid of the crystal fucking skull. Well, you know what the new one's supposed to be? Um, let time me guess, travel. Let me guess. He's uh, he's chasing Nazis back into time to find a, a crystal fucking penis. No, it's time travel. He goes back to ancient Rome. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I do think it is time travel. That's what I've heard of. Well, Inner Dimension was the last one, right? right? Where I mean, technically, he didn't leave, but every it's like if if he's not running from the Russians, he's running from the. Or I'm sorry, it's not the Nazis, it's the Russians. Right? I want to. That's who the last one was. I want to say the uh, director is the guy who did well, Logan. What year does, does that it, sound right, Rodney? What year does most yeah. of those take place? Is like the 40s. Yeah, Thir- late 30s, going into 40s. Um, Indiana Jones Five is. Yeah, Rodney, it'd be nice if you were uh, not screwed on your phone the whole fucking time. Um, bu- 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 bu. What is oh, this? is that the cast list? Okay. Yeah, oh. James Mangold, the guy who did Logan, is doing the new. Uh, and we'll, the, the, he did The Wolverine and Logan and then uh, this movie. So we'll see. Should be good. But anyway. Mm. And then uh, did you see Bradley Cooper's penis in this movie? Yes or no, Jay? No. Rodney? No, I didn't see it. All right. <laughs> no, but he's got screenshots of it, so... <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, back to work. Back to work. Speaking of penises here. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.